Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudgens. I hope that you're all well. Another movie review here today. And I got the fantastic opportunity to check out this movie a couple of days before release to you guys. And that is The Lost City, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum's new movie. And the new action-adventure type movie. It's obviously got some comedy elements in there as well. So a real well, um, you know, just diverse and uh you know comedy action film which i think was was uh, it was at the end of the day it was fun it was fun it was interesting um but we're going to get into the full force here today with the review uh let me know what you think obviously this film is coming out today in uk cinemas uh so potentially uh you might not have an opinion just yet but as soon as you go watch it go over to the uh, Film Review Central Instagram account, and you can obviously share your thoughts about that. So going into the movie, I checked out the trailer a couple of times whenever I've been to the cinema, and obviously the trailers come up, and you're like, oh, okay, yep, the Lost City trailer again. Uh, but no, I definitely saw a lot of obviously the you know the same trailer, and my opinion stayed the same on it. It was it was an in, an interesting uh, idea. I'm a big fan of Sandra Bullock. <clears throat> I've been watching a lot more of her movies recently. Most importantly, The Proposal, which I've in this film was sort of in similar vein too obviously with with another leading man uh you know alongside obviously them two really driving the movie um and Channing Tatum I really like him in comedy obviously I like him in the two Jump Street movies and he's done a lot more obviously stuff with animated in recent years with the Lego movies but um I was a really big fan of of Channing Tatum in in, in certain films um also Daniel Radcliffe is back in this one as well um We'll move on to him, but it was great. Obviously, great to see him. I, I'm a big fan of Harry Potter movies. Uh, I like. I've not really watched him in some in a lot of other stuff, but you know, we'll see that. And obviously, there's a cameo by Brad Pitt as well in the movie, which is not a spoiler. He is in the trailer, but yeah, he had a nice little cameo in it as well. But we're going to get into all of that. Um, so basically, this movie is about an author who's played by Sandra Bullock called Loretta Sage, who is reluctant to promote her new book when her overconfident cover model. Alan, that's played by Channing Tatum, leads to, to her kidnap by a billionaire in the hunt of a jungle's treasure. So for me, I saw a lot online about this movie and how similar it was to Uncharted. And a lot of people said, if you've not enough of Uncharted, here's something else for you. And I found that comparison to be quite unusual. The, the, my... My reasoning for this is because Uncharted was obviously linked to a game. This is a completely original movie, completely original story, uh, which is great to see. It's great to see original movies now, but it's so hard to make a comparison to Uncharted. So hard. Because that movie, for me, really delve into the big, bold action movies. And this one, for me, had a little bit of you know a backdrop into that one i don't think it was it didn't have as big of a budget as it so i think it was limited to what it could potentially do uh, in terms of that by all means go in and watch this movie and have uncharted on your mind because it's in it because it is you know about treasure and stuff like that it's a battle for that however the focus of the treasure is a lot more in uncharted than it ever is in this one this one really does have a different uh identity it follows a di- it has a different path so to me looking at comparing these two it's quite difficult go into it with that mindset however when i was watching it 
every single moment I thought this is going further and further away from Uncharted. So go into it with without watching the movie with that idea. Coming out, I I can't speak for everybody, but if you if you're coming out of it with the same opinion, I'll be really interested to see why what you picked up on what possibly I missed. So we're going to get into sort of what I think about the movie in general. And for me, this is really strong in certain areas. But there's always a but. It, it does struggle to make it rewatchable or even a recommendation. Let's let's focus on the recommendation bit first, because I think that's that's disappointing to a lot of people hearing that. The fact that I wouldn't possibly recommend it to a lot of people. And it's not because of the quality of the movie. It's more the case of... There's better things out there in a very similar genre. And when you're going into a time where the franchise movies always constantly, and, you know, I was actually you know, looking at all the summer movies that we're going to get, they're massive, they're massive companies, and everybody says, I want an original movie. This is your original movie. And the fact that it's not a slam dunk, it's not a smash out of the park, you're automatically going to make it a, I'll just wait for this. Yeah, I'll just wait for this on a streaming service or, you know, I'll wait until it's cheap on a DVD. And and that's what harms it. That's what harms the movie is that you can't look, is that word of mouth is so important in these original stories. If your word of mouth is not strong about this movie, it's not going to be successful. Um, I, I think a lot of people will rewatch this film i think it is one of them which is just an easygoing film it doesn't have to be you know this massively mindful film so i think i personally wouldn't rewatch it because it's more of a see it once to sort of share your opinion on it for me it's not one where i go i need to watch that again to pick up on things i didn't because if i did I'd feel it being very, very predictable, very, very similar uh, similarity to other stuff. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it might, it might not even knock my opinion anyway down. However, I do think it was strong in certain areas. That's what I'm trying to focus on at the moment is that despite it not being a recommendation to a lot of people, maybe rewatchable people go, oh, so you don't like it then? No, no, it is strong in other areas. Um, <clears throat> I think it has a strong plot and I think it has an original plot. I think you're looking at this sort of story and you're thinking, okay, this is something that, again, is a back, backdrop of a jungle. We've had a lot of them recently, um, you know, obviously in recent years. So where are you going to go with it? But I think the backdrop of the film was very, very different. Obviously, her being the only one to, to sort of find the treasure because she writes books about it. I think there was an interesting element of the story. Um I do find that it does have a, a strong main story. You follow the story from beginning to end. Um, it doesn't really focus on a lot more of the side stories. It has one goal, and I think it does, you know, develop that and, and create that really, really well. Um, I do think it has a lot of backstory. So this film is just under two hours long, and I felt like the majority of this film was let's build up character backdrop, let's build up what, the relationships is to everybody i felt like the actual jungle part of the film and the the action adventure sort of time was very very quick very very fast paced moving because you you want to hear about these the two main characters stories you want to hear about the villain story you want to hear about the cameo story we've got a lot of that um and um to me i think it, it is 
you know, a film that does prevent true progression. I think it has good progression, but it, it doesn't really give you the progression that, let's say, you minimise the backstory. You could really have different twists and turns in the mix, really build it upon. Yes, it's probably limited. That's probably a budget issue. But I think with the budget issue, you know, with the budget you have, you could definitely do a lot more with it. It's very stereotypical, very in that sense. So I think the real... Pro- so having real great progression in the story once it once it get going it prevents that due to the time probably to the budget issue and the fact that there's so much backstory out of these whole characters you're thinking like right i get your story i've got you what you what you're doing there okay are we gonna get started now and that was the frustration for me i think Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock do really well to steer this film home i think it, their chemistry i think is really great I think it's great to see uh, Sandra Bullock in this sort of role once again. I think she does really well. Um, and, you know, just having a really great time with the with the character, doing something different, making her not the, you know, the, the hero, the saviour and sort of almost. She's she's very, very reluctant. I think she's a great actress, but, you know, I think Chan Tater was the star of this film. I think he brought so many comedic moments involved. I think he had really strong moments in it. Um, I think his backstory was pretty good. Um, I think they both do really well to to give the film a really great life. But I do personally think that Tatum edged out Bullock due to the comedic elements. I think he massively drove them comedic moments, made it fun, made it interesting. And, you know, he's obviously a bit, he's obviously a guy that really brings in a lot of people, brings in a dedicated audience. And I think he does really well in this. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, Daniel Radcliffe gives quite a lifeless villain performance. He, he he's just there. He he's got he's very one dimensional. He has a goal. He has to stick to the goal. He doesn't really do much for me. Um, if you guys have never seen the magic movie called Now You See Me Too, he's a villain in that. And I was I'm making compare. I've watched both. Obviously, I've watched this movie now, and then now you see me too. But I rewatched that a couple of months ago, and I was trying to compare the two because very similar villain performances. He's a billionaire. He was so much better in Now You See Me Too. I thought he was going to be better in this, but he, to me, he just wasn't. He didn't. His comedic moments felt quite flat, so you didn't really have that. Um, it had a lot of moments where he sort of got angry for. The, and you just think there's no really need to get angry at this point. And that, for me, was really frustrating. You know, I really love Daniel Radcliffe as an actor, and I think this one had real potential for him to be pretty decent in it, I'm not going to lie. But I just think it it had no intrigue. It had no, you know, oh, always oh, back, always oh, the villain. Not really. Um, and that was really frustrating for me. Um, it did have quite a small supporting cast. I think Brad Pitt was really great in it um he obviously had a small cameo role but i think it's brad pitt at the end of the day i think a lot of people will yeah look at that and go oh my god it's brad pitt's gonna take take over he did in his scenes didn't in the whole film because he wasn't in it for very long but he had a really really great role in it i thought it was really funny and um yeah get all of the genres that it tries to juggle with in this film, he delivers on all of them in the scenes he's in. So it, it wasn't the standout. I'd still give that to Channing Tatum due to obviously his bigger role in the film. Um, you know, but I definitely do think it it was a, a really, really great way of seeing Brad Pitt in, in this role. We know of him so well, 
but also, you know, really obviously, you know, showcase his talent in, in a film, in a cameo role. I'm going to give this film a 6 out of 10. Just to re-wrap uh, wrap this review up, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, I think, like I said, I think it was a really great original story. I think it had a strong plot, but the progression of it was so slow. The backstory was far too much, and I think... You know, with a lifeless villain like Daniel Radcliffe, and then com, you know, completely contradicts some really great comedic performances by both Tatum and Sandra Bullock. So that's it for my review of The Lost City. Let me know what you think about the movie after you've watched it via my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Check out all the other movie reviews I've done this year, as well as the Smarting Showdown, trailer breakdowns, uh, rankings as well, older rankings. Uh, hopefully, I can get a few more rankings because it's been a while since I've done. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but there was something that you love. See you in a bit.